I've been, I've been taken captive by the truth, and I, I don't think I want to get out. Coming to this class, I'm just tapping deeper into the spirit, and uh, I've learned that you need a doorway into the spirit, and Prophet Lovi is that doorway, and you can try to do it on your own, but you will not get far at all. You need a doorway. It's actually really nice to uh, just be able to engage and to listen to everybody's experiences and learn that we're all having the same thing. We're all going through the same thing. We're all lost and in the dark about the same stuff. And for him to clear it up, it's just been great. I decided to attend prophetic school because um, I want to learn. I want to learn from someone that has a relationship with Jesus, that knows Jesus, that expresses Jesus out, that I see Jesus through. There's just been deep layers upon layers on things that uh, the prophet has been speaking on that is just like mind-blowing. Perfect school was no other option. There was no other option for my life, for my family's life. I tell you, this is the best thing we've ever done. When given the opportunity for something like a prophetic school, I had to. I didn't have a choice. I would recommend it for anybody who wants to walk on this earth with God. There's nothing like this. It's amazing. <laughs> what else to say about it? Um, I, I hope you can partake in it. Do yourself and your future and your future generations the biggest blessing and favor and come and take part in this because you will not regret it. I promise you, I'm speaking from my own experience. I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. What do you do? Stand up, come. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yes. carry him. Yes. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes! Prophesy! I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt hallelujah what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt hallelujah i don't know why where's my mama gonna power i saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and i'm trying to understand why when i looked at you i saw her when i saw her i saw you are you a nurse you're in the medical field 
Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? The one thing about you, you are real. <laughs> Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's gonna be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's gonna be prophetic, it's gonna be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. Listen, spiritual gifts can be transferred. I need my spirit with yours. Prophesy. I'm saying, I'm saying in. In. Yeah, my name is So I am trying to understand 
what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying God with us and the other one is saying Emmanuel uh, what is that I saw him go and he was looking for something like one or two I saw him doing this throwing seeds throwing seeds when people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You say what? I saw an interesting thing. I saw, I think, 6300. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 81. One one. The angel told me walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. Yes, unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a bay view or something like that. But huh? I'm seeing a company that has like an IS something. I can't see the whole thing. But I'm seeing like an I and S something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called ICM Entertainment, so it's IS. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, spiritual gifts can be transferred. I need my spirit with yours. Prophesy. I'm saying, I'm saying in. In. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him go and he was looking for something like one or two. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. Throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You say what? When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. Yes, unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a bay view or something like that. But 
company that has like an IS something. I can't see the whole thing. But I'm seeing like an I and S something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called ICM Entertainment. So it's I S. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, spiritual gifts can be transferred. I need my spirit with yours. Prophesy. I'm saying, I'm saying, in. In. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying, Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him go and he was looking for something like one or two. Okay, this is my apartment. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. Throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You say what? When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But, huh? That's me. I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D, an R, and an N. But I don't. I'm seeing a company that has like an IS something. I can't see the whole thing. But I'm seeing like an I and S something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called ICM Entertainment, so it's I S. Spiritual gifts can be transferred. Take it! Prophesy. I'm saying in. Is there anyone with an N? Yeah, my name is <laughs> When I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. What do you do? <laughs> Stand up comedy. <laughs> Prophesy!
I'll give you 30 seconds to speak and then I'm gonna give you three seconds to interpret and then you will prophesy to the person. So she prophesied to me that she kept seeing a big family, this family. Well, I'm one of 17 kids. She said, but wait, 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 I see something else like another business. Do you do hair? I said, girl, yes, I do. I saw a price tag put on him, but I asked God, is it a price tag or is it a name? What's your last name? Price. Prophesy.
You're so mighty, but you're full of compassion. You're the giver of a life everlasting. You're the savior of the world, Messiah. All I need, I find in you, provider. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you, my heart sings. Perfect, sovereign King, God of everything. Glory, glory to you. I lift my hands to worship. I lift my eyes to seek your holy face. I lift my voice. To honor you, yeah. There's no one else like you, Lord. I lift you. I don't understand your love. You're so patient. You surround me with your grace. It's amazing. Forgiving the way that I've been, and you changing the old me, old me. Didn't know who I could be till you show me. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you. My heart sings. Perfect, sovereign king. God of everything. Glory, glory. God bless everybody. This is Prophet Lovi, and uh, I am so blessed to be here with my great son, the Bishop Will, Amen. the superstar. And um, his wife and, and his daughter are here. And obviously, we have Bishop uh, Claudi, a.k.a. Uriel, a.k.a. Uh, what's your other name? Guru. Uh, Guru. He has many names, but... <laughs> But so, so I, I am just thankful to God that he's given me this opportunity to speak to you. I want everybody to share this. Let somebody know mm -hmm. that the prophet is live. Whether you on, uh, text the link to somebody, call somebody, do something. Because I'm going to be teaching about how to get your prayers answered Amen. quickly. Amen. Amen. How to get your prayers answered quickly. There are so many people, son, can I have that tablet, please? Mm -hmm. Gracias. There are so many people that don't understand what makes God to answer you. Because there is something that God, God goes after. Ah, you're extra deep. He's, he's already giving his seed. <laughs> you are spirit. 
That's why God has blessed you a lot. Listen to me. There is a way that God desires. Let me put it this way. God's desire is to answer your prayer more than you. Mm. Now, this is the truth. I'll prove it to you. God's desire is that he answers your prayer more than you. But there is a way to do it that you get answers from God. So whether you're on, on, on Facebook or Periscope, uh, I'm seeing a lot of people coming on on Facebook, but I need you to, to share it. Do you, uh, did you, um, Cloudy, did you uh, send it also on my personal, on the other one? All three of them? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. So I want everybody to let somebody, to let somebody, to let another somebody, to let another somebody that is a somebody know that the prophet is live because this is going to bless somebody. And I've realized something that the reason why we don't get what we want that God has provided is not that we don't believe God. Everything that you want in life, there's a way to acquire it. You don't acquire the same thing. You don't acquire uh, things the same way. Everything is acquired differently. Now, anybody that is going to receive anything from God, you have to understand what makes God to give you what you're asking. You can't go to the bank and tell them to give you a loan just by showing up, I want a loan, and they will give it to you. Right. It doesn't work like that. There is a protocol that the bank desires. There's a way you have to present it for, for them to receive it. If you don't present it in the way that they expect you to present it, then they will not receive it. And if they don't receive it, then you don't get a loan. Right. It's not that the bank is hating you. No, the bank doesn't hate anybody. The bank has no emotional attachment to anybody. Mm -hmm. The bank is interested in making a profit. Right. So if you will make them a profit and you are able to honor your loan, they will give you a loan. Right. In fact, they will beg you to give you a loan. Mm -hmm. The banks exist so that they can give out loans because if they don't have a way to make a profit, there is no bank. You don't store your money in the bank for free. That's true. So if they don't want have anybody putting the money there, then they have no way of making money, number one. Number two, they want the people that are banking with them to remain banking with them so they will give you loans to tie you in even deeper with them. Correct. Now the problem is a bank is looking for interest. Yeah. God has no interest. The interest of God is not like the interest of man. Mm -hmm. Because God doesn't benefit from anything that you can give him. But there is something that God wants. That's what I want to talk about. Because if you don't know how, how it works, I'll say it again. If you don't understand how it works, you will continue to jump from church to church from man of God to man of God to woman of God to woman of God, thinking that it has to do with the people. Right. Of course, it's always easier where people know what they're doing. If you go to a director, you do films, my son. Mm -hmm. You've worked with directors that know what they're doing and the directors that don't know what they're doing. Many times when you're coming up, you meet directors that don't really know what they're doing. True. But one thing is, you realize that people who know what they're doing, professionals get things done quicker because they're methodical about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. The amateur and the professional, they all desire one thing, but one knows how to make it better than the other. The other one knows one knows how to execute it better than the other. Mm -hmm. That's true. 
So even they will cast people that are on their level in order to get things done. That is definitely true. So they will never cast somebody that will not be able to get it done. It's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if somebody's getting this. Yeah. So there is a way that God answers prayer. And there is prayers that God rejects. He will not respond to it. Mm. Not because he doesn't love you. <laughs> not because he doesn't care for you. Mm -hmm. Not because he's not seeing your pain. But because you have not done what you need to do in order for him to respond. Mm. The children of Israel were in Egypt for years and years. 400 years and some change. But one day God met Moses. Mm -hmm. He said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people. I have seen their suffering. And I know their sorrows. And I know their pain. But now I have come down to deliver them. Mm -hmm. Lord, what were you waiting for all those years? Right. Ah. There's a problem. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Yeah, preaching good, prophet. I don't know if people are understanding this. God, let's go to the Bible. Let me help somebody. <laughs> let's go to Exodus. Ah. <laughs> ah. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Let's go to Exodus. Mm. Exodus, I believe. Uh, uh -huh. Exodus chapter 3 verse 7 Ecto Exodus chapter 3 verse 7 mm -hmm. And the Lord said I have surely seen the affliction of my people Which are in Egypt Notice God knows the affliction mm -hmm. What is affliction? Something that is hurting you physically my flesh is being afflicted. I have seen the affliction, meaning it's ex external. Mm -hmm. And I've seen where it's happening. Right. So when you're going through a situation, God knows the location that it's happening. Wow, amen. So he knows, <laughs> I have surely seen the affliction. Surely means for real, for real, fast hand. Right. Not I heard of it. I have surely seen. If I say, I saw Claudius at the corner drinking beer. I saw, it's not sure. But if I say, I really saw him, it was him. Yeah. I'm emphasizing how serious yeah. I know it. Right. And he's saying, of my people, meaning they belong to him. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I've heard their cry. Not just them crying for no reason, but by reason of their taskmasters. Mm -hmm. So I have seen their outside affliction. I have seen why they are crying. Right. Who is making them to cry? I'm here to tell somebody, God knows why you're crying. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 God is very detailed. <laughs> God is extra detailed. By reason of their taskmasters, meaning they were being given work to do. Right. Then listen to what God is saying. For I know their sorrow. He's not saying I have heard. I know it. Right. I know the level of their sorrow. Mm -hmm. 
and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them out of that land unto a good land, a large, la a large, a good and large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Havitites and the Jebusites. Mm -hmm. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. Mm -hmm. And I have also seen the oppression where, whereby the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh that thou mightst bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Notice verse 9 is very strange. Mm -hmm. Now behold, now therefore behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come up unto me. Mm -hmm. Meaning for 400 years it never came up. Wow. Now it has come up. Wow, but he's already seen it. He was seeing it. Mm -hmm. He knew their sorrow. He knew who was punishing them. He knew who was doing all those things to them. He knew who was oppressing them. He knew who was pushing them down. But their cry never got. Mm. He said, I saw their cry by reason of their taskmasters. Right. Yeah. I saw why they were crying. Mm -hmm. I saw their sorrow. I saw their oppression. Mm -hmm. But now their cry has come unto me. Why did it not come for 400 years? Yeah. Uh, people are not sharing. They are not ready. I'm going to leave it alone. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. Wow. So you can pray for 20 years. Mm -hmm. God knows why you, God is seeing your prayer, mm -hmm. seeing how you're crying, but it has not come up to him. Mm. What does it mean to come up to somebody? If I say I have come up to you, it means I am presenting my request before you. Right. So just because I know you're suffering, it doesn't mean you have presented it to me. Mm. I feel like we wow. are by ourselves. Wow, wow. So he surely saw it. He knew who, had, who was doing it. He knew. Mm. He knew it personally mm -hmm. because he was there. He said, I know there are so... You know, for somebody to say... I know your sorrow. Right. It means he's crying with you when you're crying because of your pain. Wow. But God could do nothing because the prayer had not come up unto him. Wow. Wow. This is why there are children who are dying, people who are struggling, people who are suffering. All these things God can see. But unless the thing has come unto him, he can't do anything. Because God cannot violate or he cannot go into a situation uninvited. Wow. That's why God tells us to pray for others so that he can intervene because of our prayer. Unless we give him permission, he's not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Because he won't do it against your will. God is saying, now your prayers come up to me. So therefore, Moses, I'm sending you. Mm -hmm. So the delay was because no one was bringing the prayer to God. The request had never gotten to the presence of God. Mm. Why is it that it got to the presence of God? Because somebody left Egypt and went to where God is. Mm -hmm. Somebody mm -hmm. did not catch what I just mm -hmm. said. Somebody who was carrying the pain went to present it before God. Wow. 
Moses left Egypt for years, but the pain of the people suffering was in him. He said, let me go and see this flame. And when he went before God, now the prayer had come before God. Remember, a prayer cannot go before God unless somebody presents it before God. Right. I was explaining this thing. I was explaining the crucifixion of Jesus. Do you know why the high priest had to be the one that pushed for Jesus to be crucified? Because no offering can be accepted to God unless a priest presents it. Wow. wow. And it has to be the high priest. Wow. <laughs> wow. So the atonement was only going to work if a high priest brings it before God. That is why the high priest had to be the one who led the charge against Jesus. Mm. And had to be the one that stood there when they are killing him. Wow. And he had to be the one that was telling him, show us that you are the Messiah now. He was putting the sins of the people. He was the spokesman of the people yeah. before the sacrifice before God. Wow. 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 The difference with then and now is because we have become a royal priesthood. So you can take your offering and give it to God and God will accept it because now you're a priest. Before then, everybody was not a priest. Wow. Wow. You had to look for a Levite. Wow. So you can be a child of God. Mm -hmm. You love God. And all these things. And nothing is changing. Not because the Lord hates you. Your prayer has not come up unto him. I want to teach you how to make your prayer go in the presence of God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. I receive it. When you want to present any kind of document or you want to write a letter, if the letter has no address, it has no direction, the post office will try to return it from where it came from. Mm -hmm. It won't respond to it. Or it can even get lost in the source. Right. So a lot of people direct prayer without an address. So there are things that God responds to and there are things that God doesn't respond to. Prayer, God already knows what you're going through. Mm -hmm. But just because he knows you won't respond to it, there is a way that he has to come to him. Mm -hmm. Because remember, God does not change the way he operates. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. Meaning the same way he dealt with Moses is the same way he's going to deal with you, is the same way he's going to deal with me. Mm -hmm. He's not going to change it. How can we get our prayers answered quickly? Mm -hmm. Because you look at people like Samuel. Right. They prayed and an answer came. Yeah, quickly. Moses will pray, answer will come. I will pray, God will answer me. Mm -hmm. Why aren't answers coming quickly for so many people? 
Some people think that God answers you because you are faithful. No, no human being is faithful to God's standard. You are faithful according to your season. But God already knows you in and out. There's nothing you can do to impress him for him to answer your prayer. Mm -hmm. This is something that people need to understand. Let me frame it like this. You're dealing with a being Mm -hmm. that is uncreated, is eternal. He orchestrated everything. How can I do anything that will make him react? Nothing. Mm -hmm. He knows me in and out. He knows my past, my present, my future. He knows my heart. He knows everything. He knew me before he even put me together. And everything I'm doing, he already knows exactly what I'm going to do. He knows every choice that I'm going to make. Everything is naked before him. I can't impress that kind of person. How can you impress him? So there's nothing I can do to impress God. But there's a protocol that is required for him to receive what you have. Mm-hmm. You can't just go to the White House and say, I want to see Trump. Nah, you, gotta go the protocol. you have to go through the protocol. Actually, what so many people don't know is that there is a way to meet with the president. Every citizen actually has a way to do it. Mm-hmm. There's a certain protocol. Are you willing to go through the process? Different thing. Right. But there is a way. The press has a way to be in the, in the White House whenever the president is doing stuff, but not all press are given permission. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. You have to have credentials that allow you to get in there. Mm-hmm. There is a protocol. Who is willing to do it? Everybody can succeed, but how many people are willing to put in what it needs to be put in to succeed? Right. right. <laughs> So I'm about to teach you this thing. Let, let's start. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Let's go to the Bible, Isaiah. Let's go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 59, verse 1. Isaiah 59, verse 1. Isaiah 59, 1. Amen. Mm-hmm. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened. Mm-hmm. That it cannot save, neither his ear heavy, mm-hmm. that it cannot hear. Mm-hmm. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. One more time. Come on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, mm-hmm. that it cannot save, mm-hmm. neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. So there are two things that you not need to know. His hand is not short. Meaning he can reach you anywhere that you are. Amen. He knew that his people are in Egypt. He can read you, reach you when you are in Egypt. Mm-hmm. But he can also reach you anywhere that you are spiritually. Whether you are deep in drugs, whether you are deep in addiction, his hand is not short to reach you. Amen. Remember me and you used to be in the world. We were all in the world once upon a time. Right. How did he bring us out of the world? Mm. Did we choose him or he chose us? So the hand of God can reach you anywhere. Let me tell you something. So many people say this. They say, for God to heal you, you have to be born again. That's a lie. That's complete baloney. Mm -hmm. It's a lie. Jesus healed people, then told them, follow me. (laughs) He didn't say, follow me, then I will heal you. It's a lie. 
Ah, God can heal anybody. In fact, he heals you so that you come to him. You know that he is good. Mm -hmm. The goodness of God brings men to repentance. Amen. When people hear repentance, they think it means you are sinning. Repentance simply means change your mind. So you repent every day, I repent every day. Mm -hmm. We repent, meaning we are changing our mind to a greater understanding, to a greater consciousness of who God is. We are not repenting because we are bad. <laughs> we are changing our mind, renewing our mind daily unto who God really is. Amen. Amen. So when people here preach repentance, they think it means that God is simply saying, preach a message that will continually make people to see me. He's not saying preach a message that people will be guilty mm -hmm. every day, that they feel like they're doing something wrong. No, that's not what it's saying. Mm -hmm. So God's hand is not short, mm -hmm. and God's ears are not dull to hear. He can hear anybody anywhere mm -hmm. at any time. But what is making God's hand not pull you out, nor his ear hear you? What is he saying? But For but mm. your iniquity. What is iniquity? Iniquity is uh, um, guilt. Mm -hmm. The biggest hindrance to prayer is not sin, but guilt. Okay. Wow. Amen. Ah, somebody is not listening to wow. me. I'm just trying to help somebody. Wow. Now helping. Guilt is a bigger hindrance to God helping somebody than sin. Mm -hmm. Guilt Guilt is a bigger hindrance. Guilt is a bigger hindrance. A mighty hindrance more than sin. Let me tell you why. Mm -hmm. Because sins were paid for. Wow. You know God is not angry at any human being. Right. All his anger and wrath was on the cross with Jesus. Mm. God is not interested in being angry at you or me. Mm. But God doesn't want guilt. <laughs> so guilt is not with him, it's with you. Yeah, because he already, he already fixed the situation. Right. So he doesn't understand guilt. God doesn't understand guilt. I give you a million dollars, but you're saying I'm poor. It's like, what? I just gave you a million. Yeah. I, I, no, 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 no. I'm so poor. Oh, poor me. I'm struggling with life. Oh, you have a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, life is so tough. It's the same thing. God is confused. God is like, ah. Uh, what? Because guilt is a problem to God. When Isaiah went to heaven and he saw the, the seraphims worshiping God and I thought about the glory of God and Isaiah began to cry. The angel, one of the seraphims took the coal from God's throne, went and touched his lips. He said, you see this has touched your lip and your uh, uh, what's the word? What's the word there? That uh, uh, guilt. Mm -hmm. iniquity. Your iniquity mm -hmm. has been removed, and your sin forgiven. 
the angel is dealing with the iniquity before the sin. <laughs> Let me tell you why guilt is the biggest hindrance. Sin is not a hindrance. Anybody that tells you sin is a hindrance, they don't know God. Sin is not a hindrance. It cannot hinder God. Nothing can hinder God. There's no hindrance to God. But you, remember what he says. Read it again. Notice this. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. There's the iniquity and sin have separated you mm -hmm. from God, not God from you. Right. There's a big difference. Mm. If I separate myself from you, it doesn't mean you separated yourself from me. Right, that's true. Wow. But your iniquity and sin have separated you from God. Mm -hmm. ah. mm. Are you catching what it's saying? It's not saying your sin has separated God from you. It's saying has separated you mm -hmm. from God. Meaning God is not moving. God's location it remains the same. Mm -hmm. That is why every time you pray, God can hear you. Because he didn't move. Wow. You are the one who has to come back, not him. God is not returning to anybody. God is already there. Mm. Ah, I wish people would share this. Maybe, all right, let's pray. Maybe we'll do this tomorrow. Maybe we should, we should do this tomorrow, right? I feel like I'm by myself. People who are not spiritual, they will think that I am telling people to sin. That's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> On the contrary, I'm telling you different. Mm -hmm. I think tomorrow I'll do one live stream how to, how to uh, overcome sin. So capture this, has separated you from God. Mm -hmm. Something has separated you from God, not God from you. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand, God will never be angry at you. Amen. All the anger that God was only ever going to get, he finished it upon Jesus, not upon any. He would never have wrath against any person ever again. Mm -hmm. So someone that's saying that, God is angry with me. No, really in guilt. no, it's their guilt. It's their guilt. It's their guilt talking to them. Mm -hmm. It's a lie. Because condemnation is not of God. Right. Amen. Amen. For those who are in Christ, there's no more what? Condemnation. So if you're condemned, we know that it's not the Holy Spirit. Mm. That's why I always say, when Pastor Benny put out the video, mm -hmm. he had good intention of what he was trying to say, but he was led by condemnation. That's why he in spoke the message wrong. Mm -hmm. If you look at the later videos, he kind of like worded it differently mm -hmm. and said, I am tired of the gimmicks. Not that giving is not accurate. Right. But you see, because of guilt saying, I held it for two years, it was burning me. That's condemnation. Yeah. Yes. When you are condemned, you can't see clear. Mm -hmm. If I come to you and I tell you that you are on death row, you don't care about doing anything wrong, right anyway. You can't see clear. I'm going to die anyway, so yeah. what? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> wow. 
You get what I'm saying? This is why guilt, what does it do? It says that it separates you from God mm -hmm. and sin hides his face. Mm -hmm. From you that you will not hear, that he will not hear. Read it one more time. But mm -hmm. your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. So it's not that his ear is dull, but your sin have hid his face from you. Mm -hmm. Notice he's not saying has hid his face because sin is blocking him. He's saying your sins have hid his face from you right. that he cannot hear. Right. <laughs> so notice all these things is on us, not on God. Wow, wow, amen. Amen. Because if it has hid his face from you, it means you cannot find him. Not because he's not there, but you cannot find him. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is this. What does guilt do? Guilt distorts your image before God. Mm -hmm. It builds a wrong image of yourself before God. Mm -hmm. So because it builds the wrong image of you before God, you cannot access God because you're reflecting the wrong image. Have you ever met somebody that just feels condemned about everything? You can't even have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. There's a young lady that came to church and she spoke to me. She was like, ah, I was a prophet, but my spirit was taken from me. I was like, you are a prophet. How can you stop being a prophet? Mm -hmm. I knew that she was oppressed by an evil spirit. But it was more her mind was distorted. It was an attack on a mind, not on what actually happened. That's condemnation. That's guilt brewing. Mm. I went away and the spirit was taken from me. <laughs> I knew immediately. I felt sorry for her. I felt sad because I knew it was the wrong information mm -hmm. that the devil had used an opportunity to put inside of her. So her self-image was distorted. Her self-image was distorted. She did not see herself the way Jehovah God sees her. Mm. Guilt distorts your image. You have the wrong way you look at yourself. The Bible says you are a new man. Condemnation says I have not changed. I'm still the old man. Remember, the old man has no access to God. Mm -hmm. The new man has a way directly to God. So if you think you are the old man, you have locked, you have closed the door mm -hmm. to seeing God, mm -hmm. to meeting with God. Because the old man was the cause of the death of Jesus, but the new man is the product of the cross, not the cause of it. Right. So the new man cannot have condemnation or guilt because everything is on the cross, no longer with him. Mm -hmm. He has direct line, he is righteous, and Jesus is that righteousness. Mm -hmm. So condemnation says that Jesus is not my righteousness. Condemnation says I am justifying myself by what I do, right. not by what God has done. Mm -hmm. 
Condemnation distorts your image before God. Condemnation will, will make you to try and justify yourself. In the Old Testament, people would, um, would wear sackcloths and, and, and dress that way when they were fasting. The reason why they did it was because of one thing. They did not want their own righteousness. They were saying, Lord, even our fasting to be right with you is filthy rags. We need grace. Mm -hmm. That's why they dressed in sackcloths. Because remember, anything that you do to stand right before God is filthy rags. So they put it on outwardly to say, Lord, we are already filthy rags. There's nothing we can do that can justify us mm. unless you have mercy on us. Mm -hmm. That's why they will say, have mercy on us, O oh Lord, according to your mercies, mm. according to your tender heart. Mm -hmm. Slow in anger, but quick in mercy, God. They would, wear in, they would dress our clothes in order for God to accept them, mm -hmm. to say, because remember, they didn't know what, they did not know grace but they knew that God is merciful because for God to have mercy over you, he must have grace. Mm -hmm. So even though grace was not spoken of, it was practiced. <laughs> is somebody catching this? Mm -hmm. Remember, the presence of God in a place. Somebody asked a question. I'm going to answer this question. Somebody asked, Jamel Pitcher said, can God not, can, can not, uh, God cannot lie or join himself to a lie. Let me tell you something. This is the same thought the Pharisees had. When the Lord Jesus went into one of the high priest's house and the prostitute came, and touched Jesus and began to cry at his feet. They said, what kind of holy man is this that he would join himself with a prostitute? If he's really a prophet, he should know that this woman is a prostitute. He should know that this woman is unclean. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, and Jesus answered their thoughts, mm -hmm. not their words, because they were thinking this inside of them. He said, Jesus answered their thoughts. This is the, why the prophetic is so important. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, when I came into your house, you did not greet me with a kiss. This woman has been kissing my feet ever since I walked in. When I came into your house, you did not anoint me with oil, but this woman has done that. You did not put perfume on me, but this woman has put perfume on me. You did not wash my feet or anything, but this woman has been washing my feet with her tears. Mm. Because of her great love, her sins are forgiven. They were like, what? When the Lord Jesus went to Zacchaeus' house, he invited himself to his house. The guy was just climbing a tree to see Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the Lord Jesus said, prophesied his name. He said, Zach, I'm coming to eat at your house. He was like, what? Mm -hmm. He said, come, I'm coming to eat at your house. When he went into the house, when he went into the house, he never said, you know, you've been owing people money. You've been stealing from people. Just the fact that Jesus was on the, in the house, the man was purified. He no longer wanted to do the wrong things. Mm. The presence of God mm -hmm. removes sin. Mm -hmm. 
removes guilt, removes condemnation. That is why God wants you to run to him when you sin, not run away from him. That is why the prodigal son, the father was waiting for him at the balcony. The moment he saw his son from a distance, with the intention to come to him, the father ran to him. He did not wait for him to come and say sorry. He's, he's coming back, said, I am sorry. His father ran to him, hugged him, even though his clothes were dirty. Right. Embraced him, kissed him, and began to say, let's change his clothes. Let's put a ring on him. Let's... Because whenever God joins himself with a person, the first thing that does is he purifies them. Mm-hmm. He sanctifies them. Amen. 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 Condemnation, because it distorts the image, your own image before God. It disqualifies you to stand before God because condemnation says you need to do better for God to accept you. So God wants to hug you, but condemnation will push him away. God wants to kiss you, but you push his face off. God wants to hold you, say, don't touch me. I am not worthy yet. Condemnation. Mm -hmm. Like the yet depends on you. Yes. (laughs) Without knowing that if I connect to God, I am cleansed. That is why the Bible says, Abraham believed God and he was counted to him righteousness. Mm. What? (laughs) He didn't say, I am sorry. You know, Abraham had a lot of issues, right? Mm -hmm. If Abraham had a church today, nobody would go to his church. Mm. (laughs) You slept with your maid. (laughs) 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 David, you murdered your friend and took his wife. Who will go to his church? <laughs> Isaiah preached naked for a few years. Nobody will go to his church. They will say, ah, those people are night runners. They are witches. Right. The church of Moses, he put a snake. <laughs> say Illuminati. <laughs> Nobody would go. I don't know if somebody is really understanding what I'm trying to say. The image of God, the image of God in you, remember, you are not you, you are his image. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me put it like this. Is your arm part of your body? Yes. Is your, your, your leg part of your body? Yes. Are your toes part of your body? Yes. Is your hair part of your body? Yes. Okay. Whose duty does the hand go to the bathroom itself to wash itself? No. You have to take the body to wash it. Mm -hmm. Christ is the head of the body. He's the head of the church. Mm -hmm. He is the head and we are the body. So who is the one in control of making sure you shower? The head. Mm -hmm. You say, it's time for me to wash my body. My body is not clean. Mm -hmm. Who sends the signal to the body for the body to go to the shower? The head. Mm -hmm. So who has the power to clean the body? Not the arm. Right. Not the feet. It's the head. Woo. So God is the one that can cleanse you, not you. Mm. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Mm. If you are part of his body, who is the one cleaning who? Wow. That is why the Lord Jesus cleaned his disciples' feet and told them, if you don't let me do this, you have no part with me. Mm. You're saying, if you guys are going to be an extension of me, I need to wash you. Yeah. So he was tying himself with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
They were part of his body. They were not going to preach. Peter did not preach the gospel of Peter. He preached the gospel of Jesus according to Peter. Mm-hmm. The gospel of Mark according to, the, of Jesus according to Mark. Mm-hmm. The gospel according to Luke. The gospel according to John. They were giving their own perspective of the same Jesus, but they were not talking about themselves. Mm. Luke was a doctor, so he spoke about Jesus like a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matthew, we all know Matthew was a tax guy. Mm-hmm. So Ma- Matthew had numbers. If you look at his, his, his gospel, he was not detailed about sickness, but he was detailed about details like finances and things like that. Yeah. You see their personalities in the text. Because it was the gospel according to them, but it was not their gospel. Mm-hmm. So who is responsible for cleaning who? Mm. Uh, people are not sharing. I think like I'm by myself. Glory Fantelino. Lebron do kishta avalakia. If you think you're the one cleaning yourself before God, Mm. you need to repent. That is why the Lord Jesus had to come and die. Mm. Because we have no ability to wash ourselves. The Bible says, wash me with hay soap and I'll be clean. Who is washing who? (laughs) Hello? so powerful probably because so many people will go to church and say I'll go when I'm ready when I get ready as if you can get yourself ready. That is impossible. Mm -hmm. Impossible. Guilt empowers sin. Guilt empowers sin. You know, this is just the first point. I haven't even gone like half of what I'm about to say. I don't even know if I have enough time to say it all mm-hmm. because of time. But I'm starting with this because this is very important. Aha, somebody called Henry Aladdin, <laughs> Aladdin <laughs> said, it reminds me of he guides me in the path of righteousness for his own sake. Do you know what that means? It means he's doing what he's doing because of him, not because of you. <laughs> God doesn't forgive us because of us. He forgives us because he wants to. It's him. It's his agenda. That's deep. Henry, you are extra deep. Guilt empowers sin. Guilt empowers sin. When you are in sin, your sin will hide God's face. Mm. Not that God can't see you, but it will hide God's face to you. That's why the Bible says, turn away from sin. Guilt makes you remain in sin. So God is light, 
but you turn away from light and look another way. So if I turn my face, all right, you're looking at me now, right? Mm -hmm. Look the other way. Can you see me? No. Am I still here? Yeah. But you can't see me, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Because I turn my head away from you. So when I say turn away from your sin, what am I saying? Look at me. <laughs> he's not saying stop sinning he's saying turn away from it mm -hmm. because the only way you stop sinning is by stop stopping to look towards it right mm. I, I don't know I feel like I'm by myself. Facebook, you're not sharing enough. I want more people to share. I give people two seconds to share. I, is somebody catching this? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, a, that's loud. That, that's loud. Hello. More people keep sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing. The prodigal son's prayer for restoration came when he turned away from being with pigs. Mm -hmm. He had to turn away from the place of pigs. Mm -hmm. Remember, he was thinking in his head, I will go to my father and say, I've sinned against heaven and I've sinned against you. Mm -hmm. I've sinned against heaven and I've sinned against you. The Bible says, before they pray, I will answer. And while they are still yet speaking, I will hear. Mm -hmm. So to hear means that I am receiving their request. It doesn't mean that he can't hear you like he's deaf. Mm -hmm. That's why it's starting by saying his ears are not dull that he cannot hear. Right. But when somebody comes and says, I need help, but you say, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, okay, we'll see. Mm -hmm. I'm not actually taking, I'm not hearing you. Mm -hmm. But when I say, okay, oh, really? That's what's going on? Okay, let's do something about it. It means that what you're saying, actually, I heard you. Right. I didn't just listen, but it, it carried something inside of me that now I, I'm compelled to answer you. Mm -hmm. Haven't you ever noticed that any time you want to get anything done, it only works when you speak to somebody face to face. Mm -hmm. That's why I love to FaceTime. My sons, you guys know I don't call people on regular call. I always FaceTime right. because I like that interaction. It's the same thing with God. God is old school. Mm. God likes having conversations. He doesn't believe in letters. He wants you to be face to face with him. Mm -hmm. That is why God loved Moses more because he was his friend that he speaks to face to face. Mm -hmm. Karabababa. God is Jehovah old school. Doesn't change. He's not changing for anybody. Mm -hmm. It will never change. It will be 10, uh, it, 10 billion eternal years we will enjoy heaven. Mm -hmm. 
is still be Jehovah old school. Mm -hmm. He will not change. So to turn away from your sins is not stop sinning because it's impossible to stop sinning without God. As long as you are with him, you will not sin. You depart from him, you will sin. Mm -hmm. So there is no forsaking sin without God. The Bible says, Moses, Moses, take off thy shoes from off thy feet, Mm -hmm. for the ground that thou standest on is holy. What did his shoes represent? where he had been walking. Mm. Now you're setting your feet where you have never been. Mm -hmm. Remove what you used to do Mm. and put your feet on the new rock Mm -hmm. that cannot be moved. Take off thy shoes from off thy feet for the ground that thou standest on is holy. Mm -hmm. So when he removed his shoes and stood there, what did Moses become? Holy. That's why the Bible says, and the holy prophets. Mm-hmm. David wasn't holy. He, he was a murderer. Mm-hmm. He killed his, his, his friends to take his wife. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that God even said, your hands are blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't let you build my temple. Your son will build it. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says holy prophets. Mm. Because they were standing where God is. Mm. Wow. So the only way you are holy is to be where he is. Right. Other than that, you're not holy. You're not. Uh, let, let, let me stop. Let's cut this thing. Mm. So uh, I, I'm just trying to help somebody. Mm. Periscope, are you there? I don't know if somebody's catching me. Mm. You know why I love to teach? There's one reason why I like to cheat, yeah, to, to t- teach. is because of one thing. It changes you. Mm-hmm. You see, I'm a prophet and I can prophesy more than a lot of prophets. Not because I'm better, but because I learned this truth. Mm. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. You know, people who... The Lord Jesus said something interesting. He said this. Two people owed a master ma- money. Mm-hmm. One owed him, let's say, 10 billion. Mm -hmm. Another one owed 5,000. And he forgave them both. Who is going to love him more? The one who was forgiven much. So whoever is forgiven much loves much. Mm -hmm. But people who always want to justify themselves and tell you to do this and do that and do this and do that and do this and do that and do this and do that are people who are forgiven less. Mm -hmm. So they think they had something to do with them being forgiven. I gave an example yesterday, prophetic school is coming up, and, and I said that uh, the last prophetic school, I prayed, I put people under the, 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 the prophetic cloud that I walk under, mm-hmm. and people began to prophesy in the service. Mm-hmm. But people are saying, no, 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 some people, when I was saying that prophetic school is coming up, believers are the worst human beings on earth. It's sad mm. that Christians, not believers, but Christians, Religious people are the worst people. They're saying, oh, no, this gift, it comes from God, and only God can give it to you. No man can impart. They don't understand that when there's, there's a reason why 
they are people called men of God. Mm -hmm. They are an extension of God. Mm -hmm. If they say, I'm going to release what God put in me in you, mm -hmm. it's called impartation. Right. Yeah. It means God is the one giving it to you. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, whoever receives you, leave your blessing with them. Mm -hmm. If they don't give you any, any uh, they don't receive you well or anything, take your blessing with you. Mm -hmm. So God has given me a gift and I can distribute it to whoever I want. If I don't want to give it to somebody, I won't. Unless God compels me, mm -hmm. I won't. Mm -hmm. So it is not about God. It's about what God gave me. Mm -hmm. What God gives me is for me and I can give it to whoever I want. That's why Jesus said, freely you receive, freely give. He did not say, give to whoever I show you. Mm -hmm. He said, freely you receive, give it freely. Mm -hmm. But I have to see who is worthy of give, receiving it. That's mm -hmm. why the Lord said, don't cast your pearls to swine. Right. Amen. 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 But people who don't have the spirit of, of revelation, they will never understand that. Mm -hmm. Yet Paul is saying, pray for the best gifts. Mm -hmm. He's telling Timothy, his son, Stir up the gift that you received by the laying of hands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where did he receive his gift? Because somebody laid hands mm -hmm. on him. Mm -hmm. Cornelius' arms reached heaven, but it wasn't until Peter laid his hands, hands on him that he received the Holy Spirit. So why did it take Peter to go and not God from heaven mm -hmm. to give him the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. Because it was a man that can give it to him. Right. Because what he was looking for, already God gave it to a person. Let me explain it like this. Yeah, go deep, Papa. What God gives me, and you are around me, he will never give it to you unless you come to me. Mm. Amen. I gave it to somebody so it's easier for you. Mm -hmm. You can't ask God for something that somebody is carrying that is next to you. <laughs> unless they are wicked. <laughs> mm. Wow. Jesus. Jesus. God is telling him, send people to a certain location. You'll find a man called Peter. Tell him to come and pray for you. Then you'll receive what you've been praying for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yet, Cornelius was just praying for the Holy Spirit. God is saying, anyone that asks for the Spirit, it will be given to him. But God is saying, no, 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 no. no. Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's very strange. This is why we need the spirit of revelation. Amen. Amen. I, I, I don't know if somebody is catching this. No, no, don't block him. Let me show you an example of people that are not, don't have any discernment of spirit. Look at, look at this, and I'll call them a fool, because they are fools. Yeah. Listen to what they wrote. This is somebody called J James Zepata. He says, how can you prophesy, but you wear glasses? That tells me you are not regenerated by the Holy Spirit, and you don't have the Holy Spirit, because I am wearing spectacles. Block that fool. This is the kind, this is why I'm telling you Christians are stupid. Mm -hmm. Foolish. Mm -hmm. What has wearing spectacles got to do with the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. And you wonder why you're not advancing in life. Mm -hmm. You wonder why God cannot bless you. Mm 
you wonder why God cannot, cannot, uh, 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 God cannot increase you. Foolish people. Mm-hmm. What has discernment? What has discernment? What has discernment got to do with glasses? Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is the problem with people. Foolishness. Big time foolishness. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why you pray. And God, if you look at this, let me tell you something. Uh, let me teach you about, there is a, there's a gift of criticism. There is a gift mm-hmm. of the ability to criticize. Mm-hmm. But that gift is not for people, it's for you. It means you have a lot of errors in you. God has given you the ability to look into yourself. Mm. But the people who have this gift, they use it against other people and they don't look at themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is why the Lord Jesus told the man, he told him, why aren't you looking at the log that is in you? You're, you're, you're pointing a speck that is in your brother's eye, but you're not looking at the log mm-hmm. that is in your own eye. Mm-hmm. Because remember, you can never see something that you yourself don't have. You are able, I'm able to teach you something because God th- took me through that path. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to teach it with a lot of passion and with a lot of love because I want you to come out of where I used to be. Mm-hmm. But somebody who has never been through something, they will not be sensitive for people. Right. Right. That's why the Bible says that Jesus is the greatest high priest ever mm-hmm. because he was touched by our infirmities, mm-hmm. because he suffered like we suffer. He suffered temptation, so he's quick to remove you from temptation. Mm -hmm. He suffered sin. He knows how quick he wants to remove you from sin because he was touched by it. Meaning somebody who was never in the world can never lead people who are in the world out of the world. Right. Right. I'm talking to myself. The gift of the ability to see what is wrong with people is number one for yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Because once you are able to see yourself, then you will be able to treat people the way you treat yourself. You'll be kind with yourself. You'll be patient with yourself. But the people who have this gift, they project it on people before themselves. Right. It's a gift. It actually is a spiritual gift. It's mm. true. The mindset of believers. Mm -hmm. It's sad how we need God. The second one is this. So I'm going to move you to something else. So we've established, unless you're with God, sin is not taken from you. Mm -hmm. So God can hear you when you're in sin. He can. That's how we get saved. You didn't get saved because you're holy. You prayed while you're in sin. How did he hear you? Mm-hmm. Because you turned away from your sin. Mm-hmm. And you decided to let go of your guilt and to receive him. So God heard you. So your decision to turn away from what you used to do made God to hear you. Mm. Isn't that making sense? Mm-hmm. There are three 
levels of revelation. I'm not talking about the seven dimensions of, of, of revelation in the scripture. Mm -hmm. But there are three realms of revelation. Mm -hmm. The realm of the flesh, the realm of the blood, and there's the realm of the spirit. Mm -hmm. That's why the Lord Jesus told Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but this God, my father, by his spirit. Mm -hmm. mm. So many p believers, they're in the revelation of flesh, but not even in its fullness. I don't know, we'll, we'll carry. Let's go to the next point. Mm. What I'm teaching you is information from the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Matthew 21, 22. Mm -hmm. In all things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Say it again. In all things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. So, when you're about to pray, you need to believe before you pray that you have received what you want. So, by the time you pray, the prayer is answered. Mm. So, so many people pray, and, and after they pray, they say, oh, I felt the anointing, oh, I felt like this, that means my prayer is answered. Mm -hmm. But as far as God is concerned, before you even pray, mm -hmm. you must already believe, and then you receive. Mm. So, prayer is simply protocol, but prayer is not what answers your prayer. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know if somebody caught that. It's a, form, what is it called? Uh, 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 what? Formality. Mm -hmm. It's a formality. Because God answers you before you pray. Mm -hmm. And he hears you before you open your mouth. Mm -hmm. So when you go and say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, you are just following a formality. Mm. That is why the Lord Jesus said this. He said, Father, I thank you that you hear me, that you always hear me. Mm -hmm. he was, and he said, I am not praying for my own sake, but for their sake that they may know that you sent me. So he was simply praying because it was a formality. He could have easily said, Lazarus, wake up. Mm -hmm. But he said, Father, I thank and he's praying amongst people. Mm -hmm. Father, I thank you that you hear me and you always hear me. I am not praying this for my sake, but for their sake that you, they know that you sent me. Mm -hmm. So his prayer was an insult. Mm -hmm. yeah. Saying, Father, I'm simply doing this because if I don't do this, they will not believe you sent me. Yeah. Right. So sometimes we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for healing. Because if I say that, you will believe that God sent me. Mm -hmm. But if I come and say, it's done, you're healed. But he didn't even mention Jesus. Right. They won't believe. Right. <laughs> but before you even touched him, you was already believing. No, I already knew that you the prayer is answered. Yeah. That is why I love you, son, because you did something one day that shocked me. You came with a prayer request, you and your wife, and you came with a seed in your hand. Mm -hmm. And you say, Papa, don't pray, just say it's done. Mm. And I sat down and I said, aha, Bishop Will is extreme with everything. Even this revelation is super extreme with it. It shocked me. It really shocked me. Until today, one of the things that I always remember with you mm -hmm. and your wife is that when you believe God, you believe God with everything. Mm -hmm. Amen. And because of that, God has continually lifted you up. Mm -hmm. 
So God doesn't answer you because in the name of Jesus, it is done. Jesus. We do that because it's protocol so that people know that we are praying to him. Did, okay, let me provoke it and push it even deeper. Did Elijah ever say in the name of Jesus? Did Moses ever say, Father, in the name of Jesus? <laughs> Samuel? <laughs> but they were talking to God, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Lord Jesus said something. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So Jesus is the way to speak to God. So when we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we are just saying, we are coming to you, O God, through this way, the truth that you provided and life you provided for us to get to you. Mm. That is why in the name of Jesus is anoma. Anoma means in the character, in the way Jesus would do it. Mm. Amen. So in reality, when you pray, you don't need to say in Jesus' name. You are in Jesus' name is the reason why you're praying. Mm. Ah. It is because of Jesus you can pray. Mm-hmm. So you already said in Jesus' name before you started praying. Mm. Because without Jesus' name, you are not approaching God. So God doesn't listen to you because you said Jesus' name. Because God hears you before you pray. He answers the intention of prayer. While you are still speaking, he already heard you. Mm-hmm. That's why the Lord Jesus said, don't ask. He said, don't ask and don't worry about what you want. God already knows you need these things, but why do we still pray? Formality. It's a protocol. Mm -hmm. Especially when we are amongst people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is why some people think if you you don't say in Jesus' name, you are a devil worshiper. He doesn't even say in Jesus' name. (laughs) The Bible says, and Peter brought crazy miracles by his hands. Doesn't say, and Peter brought great miracles because he said Jesus, and Jesus used his hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so God is saying, you don't need to pray. I already know what you want. Mm-hmm. You are worried because you think I don't know. I know. Remember what we read in Exodus. Mm-hmm. What did he say? I know their sorrow. I know their pain. I know this and this about them. God already knows your situation before you came to him. Mm-hmm. But there is a formality. Mm-hmm. So anybody that is saying, Father, because your word says it, and we believe it, huh? so it is done. God may be rolling his eyes in heaven. You should have been praying because you believe the word. Mm -hmm. That should be the force that drives you to pray. Not because you mentioned his name. Mm -hmm. But because of his name, you know his word is true. And because his word is true, that's why you're praying. Mm. Look at this. Hebrews 11.6. Hebrews 11.6. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Read it again. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. So you can't pray. So saying in the name of Jesus does not give you faith. Mm. Believing and knowing what he has said is what his faith is. Faith should be what makes you pray. So he's saying it is impossible to please, please God without faith. And he that comes to him must know that he is mm -hmm. a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Mm -hmm. So when you pray and you don't have faith, God will not even respond to you. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. Mm -hmm. So faith makes you to pray because you know there is a reward. Mm. Amen. Amen. Read it one more time. Maybe it will make somebody now really see it. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. Meaning that if I come because I believe God is not pleased. Mm. Because believing is not faith. But believing leads you into faith. Mm. So if I'm going to pray that God give me a house. Mm -hmm. God heal me. Whatever it may be. I must already know that God has already done it. That is why I am praying, because this is protocol. Mm. When you're making an application, you don't hope that your application will be received or rejected. If you are doing everything that it should be, you know your application, you are just waiting for the result. Exactly. Amen. Amen. And I'm using the example of a loan. I'm using the example of a loan. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to ask for a loan, I have all my papers together. I can't be denied. Amen. Why? Right. I have everything together. Mm -hmm. So my confidence in going to the bank is because I have everything together. And I know that these guys, if they don't give me the loan, everybody else will be begging me for my business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. When we were in school, when we were in school, you knew if you passed the test or you failed. That's true. <laughs> you are nervous because you are not sure. People right. who always studied, they were always, there was a friend of mine that I was in class with, his name was uh, Nyasio. We were in the same grade. He was the most intelligent kid in the class. A plus, plus, plus everything. Mm -hmm. I was intelligent. But I wasn't a super A plus. Mm -hmm. I was like an A, B, A, B, A, B kind of person. Mm -hmm. This kid, everything was A plus, 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 plus. When everybody else was nervous, this guy was busy trying to break his last record. Mm. How can I get even more fours? <laughs> uh, fives, is it five? Here you guys grade one to uh, five is the highest, right? Or is it four or five? How does America grade you? We do letters. You do letters too? Okay. So, you know when you're passing an exam, if you're not sure, you're like, yeah, that question number five and number seven is, I'm not. <laughs> that number seven was hard. 
<laughs> You're like, this is why God says my people perish because of lack of knowledge. If you know, you present it a certain way, there's no way you can be rejected. The Lord Jesus said this to his disciples. His disciples asked him, Lord, why do you teach in parables? He said, so that hearing they may hear, so that hearing they may not understand, and seeing they may not see. Least they see and believe that I will be forced to heal them and to save them. Mm -hmm. So Jesus taught in parables to confuse people, not so that people can understand him. Mm -hmm. He did not want the Pharisees to get saved because they had to kill him. If they got born again, they would not kill him. So if they knew him to be the Messiah, there's no way they were going to kill him. Mm -hmm. So when you know the truth, you, God has no choice but to give you what Amen. you want. Amen. Amen. Adam knew the way to the tree of life. God had to kick him out of the garden and put angels to guard the way to the tree of life. Because if Adam had the way to the tree of life and he ate it, he would have lived forever. Mm -hmm. In sin. So God said, nah, I'm not going to let him do that. Mm -hmm. So that sin really killed. That's a whole other topic. You didn't get what I just said. You didn't understand what I just said. I didn't say sin is good. Right. <laughs> but God blocked the way because he did not want Adam to go in there and be eternal in sin. Satan is living forever mm -hmm. until, remember, forever is a timeline. Yeah, right. Those who haven't watched, go watch Spiritual Time. I explain this. Yeah. Forever is a timeline. Mm -hmm. Everlasting and forever and eternal, they're all measures of time. Mm -hmm. Hell is forever, but forever has an ending. Mm -hmm. Because hell, death, and the grave will be thrown in the lake of fire, meaning they will cease to exist, mm -hmm. meaning it's a timeline. So the devil lives, is alive now, since the day he was created. He's billions of years old. Mm -hmm. But he still looks the same, no white hair, nothing. Right. But he's living in sin. But he has no way to the tree of life, so he cannot receive redemption. Mm -hmm. Because God's goal was to change us to be like he is, not to remain the way we are. Mm -hmm. So God blocked the way to the tree. So that Adam will not live forever mm. in sin. Mm -hmm. So God closed that door so that nobody will be eternal in sin. This is why, as a child of God, you need to meditate before you pray. Amen. You need to think of what you're trying to achieve when you go before God. Mm. I don't go to the, to the bank for the sake of going to the bank. Right. I don't go to the police station just for the sake of hanging out. Everywhere you go, there is an agenda, there is a reason, there is a purpose. Mm. 
If I don't understand the reason, I don't understand the purpose. My journey is in vain. My journey is in vain. Is that not so? Everything has to have an agenda. The, the Lord Jesus knew why he was praying. Moses knew why he went into prayer. Sometimes you go before prayer because you just want to love God. Sometimes you go before God because you want some, to tell God something. Sometimes it's because you want God to answer something. There is always an agenda why you go before God. You don't just go before God for the sake of going before God. There is a reason. There is a purpose. Mm -hmm. Don't just go to the White House. Oh, yeah, I just came to hang out. What you doing here? We'll you. Yeah, we'll lock you up. <laughs> it's suspicious. Right. So the answer to prayer begins with your attitude before you open your mouth. Mm. So you know in you that God is answering me. I'm just following protocol. Mm -hmm. God told this to Cain. When Cain was offering offerings with his brother the Lord said this to Cain when he rejected his offering he said Cain why are you upset if you do the right thing will you not be accepted meaning God has the right way of accepting offerings and there's ways that God will not accept you mm -hmm. meaning there is a standard that Cain and Abel knew but Cain chose not to follow I don't know if somebody is catching what I'm saying. Let's move on because of time. Let me try and knock this thing out. I've given you guys so many pointers to help you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. John 16. No. 1 John 5.14. Let's start with that one. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Amen. Mm -hmm. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. Read it again. And this is the confidence that we have in him. Notice it is confidence that makes you to pray. Mm -hmm. Confidence is faith. Amen. Uh-huh, keep going. That if we ask anything according to his will. If we ask anything according to his will. What will happen? He heareth us. He hears us. So what is God's will? If you don't know the will of God, because God, remember this, God does not respond to what you want. God responds to his will. His will must come out of you, and then he responds to it. Mm. That is why the Lord Jesus said, hearing they may, they may hear and not understand, and seeing they may not see. For if they hear and see, I will be forced to heal them. Mm -hmm. If you project what God has said to you to back to him, he, is, he has no choice but to answer you. Mm -hmm. That is why when the prodigal son said, give me half of my inheritance, his father had to give him because the boy knew that the inheritance was his. Mm -hmm. His brother didn't know. He was thinking that his father would just give it to him. But the prodigal son knew that this is his. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Even though he was in the wrong, his intentions were wrong, but his right was his right and his father gave him his right. Mm -hmm. That's why somebody in the world can succeed and a Christian doesn't. Mm -hmm. 
Because the person in the world knows that success is theirs. They are determined to get what they were born to get. But a Christian doesn't know that. They will fail. This is what fuels your meditation before you pray. I want to have a house. Luke chapter 4 is the same verse that Isaiah prophesied about Jesus. It says, They shall rebuild desolate places. They shall have foreigners as their workers mm -hmm. they shall have homes so if I'm simply praying for a house I am undermining myself because God promised that I will have homes mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. so if God has the ability to give me homes mm -hmm. then a house is nothing so I have to know that I am in my right to get a house. Mm -hmm. There is a house somewhere, maybe in Malibu, it may be in Calabasas, mm -hmm. maybe in Beverly Hills, mm -hmm. it may be in Hidden Hills, maybe in Woodland Hills, but there is a house for me. Mm -hmm. And there are many others. That is why when we were discussing what we were discussing, remember what I told you, mm -hmm. this is just the first one. Don't make it like it's the last one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So by the time you have this knowledge mm -hmm. that has turned into belief and the believing has turned into faith, it's become something that is just obvious. Mm -hmm. Now you are in his will. Mm -hmm. Because two cannot walk together unless they agree. Mm -hmm. Find scriptures that remove any doubt and inject confidence in you when you pray and you have whatsoever you ask. Mm. Because if he's saying whatsoever you shall ask, it means that whatsoever is anything, mm -hmm. meaning for anything that you want, his will already covered it. Mm. Wow, wow. Because he's not telling you what to ask for, mm -hmm. but he's telling you that you can ask anything according to his will. Mm -hmm. Meaning anything you want, there is a way you acquire it because his will has a clause that includes it. Right. Right. That's good stuff. Uh, somebody didn't catch what I just said. So when people say, I don't know if it's God's will for me to do this business. It's, I don't know if it's God's will for me to have this. I don't know if it's God's will for me to have this. They don't understand that he said anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. But what puts me in the anything? Ah. Somebody is not catching the depth of what God just said. He's saying, ask anything in my name and I will do it to you. The Lord says this in John. You can ask anything in my name and I will do it for you. Mm -hmm. So if it is anything, mm -hmm. it means anything that I want that I even feel far-fetched, even the ones that I'm not sure of, it's in his will. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Mm -hmm. That is why the prodigal son could get his inheritance. Mm 
because he knew anything <laughs> included his, in in his inheritance. He knew, my father has property, and I've seen in his will that half of it belongs to me. Perhaps I need my part of my thing so I can go do my thing. Right. He was not interested in being in his father's house. Mm. And his father did not say, because you are not in my house, I will not give it to you. No, his father already arranged that it would be his. His father never argued with him. His father just divided the property and gave it to him. Anything. That is why you wonder, why is it that people in the world can be millionaires you, you pray every day, but you're not a millionaire because you don't believe in everything is yours. Mm. That is why the Bible goes as far as to tell you this. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. So there is a wicked man that is eating your money, mm -hmm. living in your house, <laughs> driving your Lamborghini, driving your Rolls Royce. <laughs> mm. I don't think people are spiritual enough to mm. get what I'm trying to say. Mm. Everything. The Bible says all things are yours so that nobody should boast of it. All things. Mm -hmm. All things. Mm. Remember, what you want will not stay void. Somebody is using it right now. Right. That's why God told the children of Israel, I'm sending you to a land flowing with milk and honey. The land of, it, of the Hittites, Canaanites. What? Mm -hmm. How can it be my land if there is Canaanites and Hittites and Jebusites that live in it? Mm -hmm. Because they're enjoying it because you never went for it. Wow. The wealth of the righteous is, to, is stored up for the, the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. Wow. That's the perfect evidence. Wow. It is a land that is for them. But somebody else, the, the Canaanites were eating their honey, mm. enjoying the milk, chilling. And they didn't give it up without a fight. Right. <laughs> Last one. All those who are giving, God bless you. John 16, 24. Amen. Let me, let me, say, let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you why claiming is different from taking. Why you should be somebody that doesn't own claim, but takes what is yours. Mm. Have you ever been in a line where you're saying, I am next, but somebody already just stepped in and is like, man, too bad, I'm already here. Yeah. Unless you physically push them out and say, no, man, it's my turn, yeah. and get in that line, that guy will go before you. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter that you claim it. It's whoever is going to take their place. Wow. Don't claim a miracle. Take your miracle. Mm -hmm. mm. That's deep. That's deep. Papa had a buddy that was an actor. Uh -huh. He still is an actor. Uh -huh. What he would do is, mm. he would show up at the audition. He said, hey man, I got another one to get to. You mind? He didn't have anything else to get to. Yeah. He wanted to go in the room first yes. to claim what was yours before you got in. Yes. To set the bar. Uh -huh. So if he set the bar high enough, they would look at him and not you. you yes. Although you gave up your place. Yes. <laughs> Wisdom. <laughs> wow. yeah, 
I'll make a teaching on that. That's why the Bible says the violent take it by force. He did not say the violent claim. Mm -hmm. <laughs> While you're still claiming, somebody is taking. <laughs> While you're still claiming, somebody is taking. Somebody didn't hear what I said. Ah, it's crazy. Look at this. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Are you ready? John sixteen twenty four. John sixteen twenty four. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. Read it one more time. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Jesus is telling his disciples, this whole time I've been with you, you have not asked anything in my name. So Jesus can be in you, but you're not asking God anything. Wow. Read on. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. So God answers, wants to answer your prayer, so that your joy may be full. Mm. Because if your joy is not full, you will not be okay. So God's desire is, desire is to make your joy full. Amen. Amen. So he wants your an prayer answered more than you. Wow. Amen. 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 That your joy may be full. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to somebody that is watching right now. The Lord Jesus wants your joy to be full. You believing it or not doesn't change that fact, that he wants your joy to be full. If you believe him and do things in the way that he has ordained, you walk and live in the blessing. But if you don't do that, you will not walk in the blessing because it's a protocol formality. We're going to play like a small ad for the prophetic school. And then after we'll come back and I'll pray for everybody. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 The spiritual gifts can be transferred. Take it! Prophesy. I'm saying in. Is there anyone with an N? Yeah, my name is Nesu. <laughs> when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. What do you do? <laughs> Stand up comedy. Professor! I'll give you 30 seconds to speak and then I'm gonna give you three seconds to interpret and then you will prophesy to the person. So she prophesied to me that she kept seeing a big family, this family. Well, I'm one of 17 kids. She said, but wait, 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 I see something else, like another business. Do you do hair? I said, girl, yes I do. I saw a price tag put on him, but I asked God, is it a price tag or is it a name? What's your last name? Price. Prophesy!
Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just gonna be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's gonna be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's gonna be prophetic, it's gonna be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. God bless everybody. This is the prophet and uh, uh, I'm about to pray for people but uh, I don't know if you have any questions that you want to ask on behalf of people or was it crystal clear? Well, one was, uh, I was just talking to the wife. Sometimes mm. we don't know until you said it what's his will versus mm. the will, that our will. Oh, I, you know, maybe I only get an apartment because I only believe that Mm. The apartment is for me yes. versus knowing that whatsoever mm. is already his will for you. Yes. It's just you just have to know. Mm -hmm. The Bible says those who know their God shall do great exploits. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know your God, you will not do great exploits. Mm -hmm. It's really that simple. Those who know their God shall do great exploits. Any other one? Oh, we're good. Rande? Um, I was telling Will, to know that God wanted for you more than you wanted for yourself so that the joy may be full, mm. to give you all the peace and all the motivation to just go. A hundred percent. That's that's a very, very good one. That's now, for me personally, it's like, it, it just turns up and on like, I just gotta go. That's exactly it. Yeah. In turning from guilt. Yes. To turn to him. Yeah. Turning from sin. Turning from sin. Simply yeah. deciding that ah, it's time to go to God. Right. You've turned from it and he will hear you. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Bishop Maluk, you are, you have a question or you're good? Yeah, I have a question. Yes. The, la the last one. It says in John fourteen thirteen. Mm hmm. And whatever you ask in my name, so, so that, and, and I will do whatever you ask in my, in my name, mm -hmm. so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Mm -hmm. So, my question is, when God is 
answering prayer, mm-hmm. there is a is there a benefit? Because it said he might he, he will receive glory if he answer your question. So in order for God to receive glory, he has to answer your, your prayer. Exactly. Let me let me explain it even more. Let me explain it. Let me explain it and make it even deeper. God is invisible. You cannot see God. So Jesus said, the world no longer sees me, but you will see me. So how can we make the world see him? Or how will he make the world to see him? is only if he does something tangible to you that men can see. Mm. Then God is glorified. Mm. So if you had no house, you are homeless, and God gives you a mansion. People say, this must be God. (laughs) If you are barren and God gives you a child, they will say, surely, this must be God. Because glory reflects that God is in a place. It's a reflection of Because I see visions doesn't mean everybody can see them. The only way they can know that what I saw is true is by the manifestation of what I say. Hello. Let's pray for people. Mm -hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everybody. I pray that, Lord, today they have known that you want to answer their prayer more than them. I pray now, O Father, let it be so for each and every one of them. Let them receive a supernatural blessing. Let them come to a place of knowing more than they do. Let them receive every prayer according to your word. You say that whatsoever we shall ask in your name, we shall receive. May they receive their miracle, their healing, their marriage, open doors, their careers, whatever they are believing you for, let it be done unto them. Father, I thank you that this is accomplished in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. I thank you for their life and what you're doing in them in Jesus' name. Now, all those people that are in Africa, text the number so that you can receive uh, uh, instruction for the prophetic school. Those who will be watching online from Africa. I want you to text the number and you'll be sent instruction on how to actually be able to watch a prophetic school. You'll be given instruction. Other than that, I love you. The Lord Jesus loves you more. I'm here with my great son, the Archbishop Will. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Blessings, everybody. This is Prophet Lovi, and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic. Because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California. But God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's going to be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know 
how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step, so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's gonna be prophetic, it's gonna be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. Spiritual gifts can be transferred. Take it! Prophesy. I'm saying in. Is there anyone with an N? Yeah, my name is Nestor. <laughs> when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. What do you do? <laughs> Stand up comedy. Prophesy! I'll give you 30 seconds to speak and then I'm gonna give you three seconds to interpret and then you will prophesy to the person. So she prophesied to me that she kept seeing a big family, this family. Well, I'm one of 17 kids. She said, but wait, 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 I see something else, like another business. Do you do hair? I said, girl, yes, I do. I saw a price tag put on him, but I asked God, is it a price tag or is it a name? What's your last name? Price. Prophesy.